Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Today is the Sunday of the 33rd week of Ordinary Time, and Father will reflect on today's Gospel from St. Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he, he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I know you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he is, has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Father. Okay, so we have once again another parable about the end of time. And uh, two out of three go to heaven, and one doesn't. So it's good to look at what the two guys did well and what the third did poorly. And the first lesson is simply, it's very clear from the gospel, is that we're stewards of God's gifts. So the first S is stewards of God's gifts. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, a third one, to each according to his ability, which is key. Then he went away. And uh, crystal clear, we are the servants. Talents are the qualities God has given us. And each of us has given, been given gifts, a life, a body, a mind, a job, uh, even crosses and sufferings. Uh, sometimes God's gifts come in strange packages. And uh, when we die, the question is, the Lord will ask, what have you done with these gifts? In the movie, The Natural, at the beginning of the movie, Roy Hobbs, his dad is playing catch with his son. And he says, you've got a gift, Roy, but it's not enough. You've got to develop yourself. If you rely too much on your own gift, then you'll fail. And so we need to develop our gifts that God has given us and rely on his grace. And we are stewards that have been given gifts. Not everyone has the same gifts, but everyone is expected to use the gifts is the point of the story. And we've got to develop our gifts, work on our gifts. Two did well, had a 100% return, but the third guy failed. What was he guilty of? Well, let's look at what the, the third guy did wrong that made him lose his soul. And he was guilty of what we call a sin of omission. It was not that the guy, well, 
in this particular gospel, it's not what the guy did wrong, it's what he didn't do. And he buried his treasure. And what is a sin of omission? Well, it is uh, basically if we leave undone the good or the duties to which we are bound by those obligations, we commit sins of omission. There's an old uh, an old poem, it isn't the thing you do, dear, it's the thing you leave undone which gives you a bit of heartache at the setting of the sun, the tender word forgotten, the letter you did not write, the flower you might have sent, dear, are the haunting goats tonight. So what did he, why did he not work in his gift? Well, he was, a fear, he was you know, afraid of failure. Uh, many times we don't take leaps of faith, sometimes because we fear too much of messing up. It says, so out of fear I went out and buried your talent in the ground. He feared losing the talent more than using the talent. If we decide to find success on anything other than following God's will, we fall victim to the fear of failure or success. I didn't. I don't think God asked for a specific return. He just wants to show something for what he's given us. He didn't ask the guy to give 100% returns, but they did. John Wayne once said, courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. And uh, he didn't overcome his fear. He lacked fortitude to follow God's will. And many times we lack the courage to follow God's will. But the second thing is he was lazy. How many good things we don't accomplish because of laziness? One of the deadly sins of, uh, sins is called sloth. And the essence of sloth is a failure to fulfill one's basic duties. Surely one, uh, one such duty is the human vocation to work. We all have a job to do. And the question that's the first thing we should ask is, how are we doing with our work that God has given us? How are you raising your family? How am I doing my uh, priestly duties. Um, also, sloth is a reluctance to pray because of the effort it takes to pray. You know, he didn't want to establish, you know, uh, develop that gift of prayer. Sophocles said that laziness is the mother of all evils. It makes us waste time and bury so much good that could be done. The opposite of laziness is called the virtue of magnanimity. And I think it's good to talk about this. And we don't talk about the greatness of soul anymore. Uh, the, the old uh, Greek philosophers used to call it the greatness of soul. Uh, those who look uh, to seek to perform noble deeds. The magnanimous person, says Aquinas, is someone who works within the abilities and gifts God has given them to the glory of God. They do the best with what they've been given. And God doesn't ask more than what he's given us. That's what's very clear in the gospel. But it's very clear, excuse me, <laughs> that this first boss, this um, these two men, they wanted to please their boss. And that's what we want is to please our Heavenly Father. We all want this deep down. And the saints were like this. They were magnanimous. They aim high. They use their gifts. They didn't waste time. You know, one particular, uh, I guess he's not a saint, but he, uh, he formed saints, was Jan Tyronowski, a tailor. He was not a priest and had no uh, formal training in theology. Uh, but he was gifted. But as the Nazi regime killed a third of the Polish clergy, he sent thousands of priests and religious into concentration camps and outlawed the education of the faith. The church turned the lay people to lead underground and catechetical groups to pass on the faith to the younger generation. Tyronowski led one of those most successful of these clandestine ministries called the Living Rosary Group. At the risk of his own life, Tyronowski opened the apartment for instructing several young men in the spiritual life. And many of these went on to form living rosary groups of their own with their peers. This underground ministry had a deep effect on the people's lives that 10 of the men involved became priests. One 
what is most interesting is one of those priests coming from this group was Carol Wotiwa, the man who eventually became John Paul II, the Pope who had such a tremendous impact on the church and the world throughout his pontificate. He, he was given a gift and he used it and he brought a return. He was magnanimous. The last thing is small things matter. Jesus says, since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share in your master's joy. True, uh, truth to be told is we won't do great things if we can't pull off the small things worse. It's so true. There's a throwaway statement that people, many say, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Jesus would say otherwise. So would the saints. St. Maria says, do you really want to be a saint? Carry out the little duty of each moment. Do what you ought and concentrate on what you're doing. Mother Teresa said, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. And the, the problem with this one guy is he thought, well, all I have is this one talent. Well, God didn't ask him. You know, he gave him one talent. He said, use it. Uh, if we don't fight little temptations, we won't be able to fight bigger ones that are more powerful. If we don't, if we take care of little tasks, God will give us bigger ones. And so we have to focus on the little things. And if we do so, we will give back a return and we will, uh, God will give us um, a heavenly kingdom. But the story is also very sad if we don't use the gifts that God gives. We don't open them up, mm. namely the gift of faith. Um, we might not get what God wants us to give us, which is heaven. So today, uh, let us, uh, in this week, let's focus on, you know, being stewards, you know. Um, let's try to be magnanimous, not slothful, uh, not, um, not afraid, you know, uh, not, um, you know, be careful of sin's omission. If God, you know, wants us to do something, it's how the curse do it. And finally, remember that uh, our Lord makes a very important point. We got to work on the small things and then we can get bigger and bigger and bigger. You don't run a marathon in one day. You train, you do one mile, two miles, work up to 26 miles. If you can't get up in the morning and run a mile, you'll never run 26. If we can't get up and just go to Mass on Sunday, we can't go to heaven. <laughs> so, but, um, but little by little, we become holier, and God will give us the grace, uh, even if we're little, to do great things.